This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you fighting imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. We've all had our moments. Sometimes you're learning a new skill, you're practicing and playing with it, but something is holding you back from taking that next step, be it submitting your work, trying out for the team, or selling your work. Um, selling whatever you create, like if you're a craftsman, that kind of thing. Sometimes you are placed in a position where you supposedly know what you're doing, either because of your bluster or someone else's presumption. It could be on the job, online, or from what I've heard, when they send you home with your brand newborn baby. Um, and every moment you're just sitting there hoping to keep everyone fooled so they don't see how big of a fake you are. Imposter syndrome. Most of us have experienced it. Some of us live with it. For those that don't know, imposter syndrome is defined, at least on Wikipedia, as a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So in my most recent author spotlight, it's over on my blog, um, Catherine, she's an award-winning poet, talks about submitting hundreds of poems while in college. And it made me think I always wanted to be a writer, but it took me until I had been out of college for, let's just say I'm probably older than I look, um, a long time before I started to take my writing seriously. Before I even started contemplating sending my work to someone else. With my first manuscript, which I'm still revising, um, I, I have other ones, I haven't just been like obsessing over this one, but it is currently on its eighth round of revisions because every handful of rejections, I stop submitting and start looking into how I can make it better. And I'm telling myself it's, to, it's making me a better writer. I tell myself I'm building skills and improving, but there's definitely this part of me that's looking for things to fix. Because if my best effort was rejected, that means I'm not good enough. I should just go home. So dwelling on that might be good for a night or a week, especially after a rejection, but it's not going to get me anywhere. So here are five ways to confront that imposter syndrome. Tip one, take a class. Maybe you do stink. Maybe your skills aren't quite where you want them to be, or, and honestly, all of us can always improve, no matter how good or bad we actually are. So in that case, it could be time to take a class, brush up on the skills that we're good with, learn techniques to deal with our weaknesses, and discover new things that can make us shine. 
Second way to deal with that imposter syndrome, see how far you've come. I love looking at these like five, 10 year spreads for artists, um, but look at your old stuff and compare it to your new stuff and you might notice a change, an improvement. Or if you like your old stuff better, revisiting it might be the way to get that voice back. And then you can just run with it. Third way to deal with that imposter syndrome, revisit what you're proud of. It could be as small as a sentence or a paragraph. It could be a poem or a full novel or a trilogy or a seven book series. Whatever it is that you've created that you're proud of, look at it again. See what you have created and remind yourself that this is a thing you can do, have done. It's right there, proofs in the pudding. Now, now I kind of want pudding. Anyway, tip four for facing that imposter syndrome, save the good notes. When a beta reader or critique partner or reviewer says something about my work or forgets they're reviewing it and starts yelling at the character or cheering for them, I filed that away. In one very stalling moment last October, I copied an email um, or an encouraging note onto a piece of paper by hand and taped it to my wall and it's still up there in the other room. Then when my writing is going rough, I reread those kind words where they tell me how much they enjoyed my, my writing how much faith they have in my work and my skills. That time a good friend of mine compared my early draft favorably to an award-winning series that I love. Um, and, and I filter through all these good notes and I stick my chin up and I get back to it. Okay, I, I stick my chin down because I'm writing, but you get the point. And that final way to deal with imposter syndrome, say bleep it. You know, sometimes all you can do is say, so what if my writing stinks and everyone else's writing is so amazing and so much more deserving. I finished this and I'm putting it out there anyway. They can take it or leave it, but it's mine. Otherwise known as fake it till you make it. Do it anyway and stop worrying about what they think. And it can be hard. Writing is years of work with no guarantee of success. It's a labor of love and especially the publishing industry requires near infinite patience. <sighs> if you need to step away and take a break, if you need to do something else because it is killing you, do it. Do what you need to take care of yourself. Plus, you can always change your mind. Your writing will always be there, waiting. However comforting or creepy that sounds, it's true. Besides, as we all know, you can't be an imposter. I'm the real imposter here. So, Recently, I've been making lots of progress with my little short-term goals, the ones I can control, the ones that aren't actually getting me published. 
So what triggered this recent bout of self-doubt, Morgan? On the advice of a friend, a couple years ago, I started applying to be panelists, a panelist at conventions. Um, you know, the sci-fi fantasy cons that I go to and I attend like 30 panels in four days and spend the next six months sharing these notes. Well, this year I applied, or last year I applied to three different conventions and I've had three conventions except. Um, so Meep, I'm still an unpublished writer. I was hoping I might have something published by the time they said yes, but it hasn't happened yet. All I have is this vlog and my blog where most of the time it kind of feels like I'm shouting into the void. Basically a free vanity press where all it costs is my time and my dignity. I've been going to these cons and taking notes from the greats. What makes me think I can just sit up there and talk that my advice and perspective is something worth listening to? I mean, why do I think that enough to do my blog and vlog? Well, as my calendar reminded me, I've been blogging for over five years, oh, nearly five years, and I haven't missed a week since this time last leap year. I'm consistent, mostly coherent, and still given fresh takes. I do have experience querying in the current market, which is definitely something a lot of the established authors can't say. And the people I beta read keep coming back for more, so I can't be too useless or mean. Step one for this bout of imposter syndrome for me was to update my business card and add blogger and vlogger, not just writer, because that, that, that's the unpublished part. Um, because blogger and vlogger is probably a big part of why I'm going to be up there on those panels. Um, so anyway, enough teaser, Morgan. Tell us where you're going to be so we can stalk you. Note, please don't stalk me. Just say hi. Tell me where I know you from and keep it casual. So this year, this spring and summer alone, um, I'm going to be at RavenCon 15 in Williamsburg, Virginia, April 24th through 26th. And I just got my tentative schedule, which kind of helped with the imposter syndrome. Plus, I have my own panelist bio page that is basically the best. I'm pretty happy with what I finally decided on for my new profile picture. But anyway, the panels that they put me on, NaNoWriMo, the writer and the beta reader, social media best practices for writers, and social media or why I haven't finished my novel. This schedule is still tentative and subject to change, but these are all things I can definitely talk about for ages, at least the basics, without feeling that I need to step back and let the experts talk. Now, I get to find out if I actually enjoy being on panels now that I've put myself forward and get my, and I need to work on actually getting my stuff published. For the other two conventions, I have no schedule yet, but I am going to be on panels at Balticon in Baltimore, Maryland, 
May 22nd through 25th, which is Memorial Day weekend, a little early this year, and in New Zealand. Yay! I just renewed my passport um, at Con Zealand for WorldCon in, um, from July 29th through August 2nd. With any luck, those panels will be along the same vein, and I'll really find my footing in panels and maybe get something published. Have you ever faced imposter syndrome? What did you do to work through it? Or did you just cut and run? Have you ever paneled at a convention? Any tips for a neophyte? And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.